the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good Saturday morning and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka and we are talking savings, investments, and your retirement as always on the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows. We're here every Sunday, every Saturday, and actually Sunday, I think at 3 o'clock as well, and you can listen live anywhere in the world by going to AM1070 The Answers website. And uh, we have listeners from all over the world, so it's pretty exciting. And uh, we'll be talking savings, investments uh, today, a lot to talk about on the show. Uh, we're here to help help you build up wealth, answer your questions, this is a live show on Saturdays, and so you can always give us a call at 713-339-1070. That's 713-339-1070. And uh, we'll get your questions answered. Uh, we, I wanna, I'm covering a number of things today. I mean, every single day. I mean, it seems the world is changing so fast nowadays. You really, uh, you really have to uh, work to keep up with it. And one of the things that really what we're looking at is uh, – is I I think we're on the cusp of some really big changes, and, and we're seeing that. Uh, we we wrote about that in our Max Out Savings report here recently that came out I- at the end of June, uh, talking about the bull market in gold that's that's starting up. Uh, the, the the second leg, the first leg we predicted back in uh, November of two thousand and uh, two, and we said it was a twenty year bull market. This is a continuation of that. The final leg up on it, we believe, and so. We're, we're, we're going to be discussing that. Uh, we're going to be discussing really the markets. And something I want to touch base, the, the biggest fad in investing in the world today is indexing. And, and, and people basically, the, the theory is, is you can just passively index in a, in a, a Vanguard fund in, in, on the S&P 500 and you never have to make another uh, decision again. And I, I, I think that's really... Not the case. Uh, I, I think. I think what we're seeing is we're, we're seeing a lot of of problems cropping up in, uh, in the in the markets. I, I think you're seeing changes. I think the indexing has worked here for the last ten years because of a unique confluence of Federal Reserve easing as well as the uh, situations with with uh, stock buyback programs and the idea with indexing as well. And what indexing has become is almost a uh, some it's basically has been a uh, 
in many ways, almost a Ponzi scheme where everybody keeps putting money in and, and it keeps going up uh, the, in, in the passive indexing. And so it's almost it gets hard to beat it because all the money's going into it. And the S&P 500, the way it is set up, it's not like an index of 500 stocks. It's an index. It's it's a market cap weighted index of, of 500 stocks, which means the biggest stocks, which is your Microsoft, your Amazon, your Google, your Apple, those type of things account for a lion's share of the move. I've seen some, we've had some instances where five or six stocks are the top 10 or 15 stocks have accounted for the lion's share of the move in the S&P 500. And so we've had this unique time in history where central banks are flooding the world of money, unlike any time we probably, I I really, there's not another time in history, possibly the mid-1930s, but beyond that, where, where, and eventually they stopped then. In this case, they really haven't stopped. They just continue to flood the system with money. You have massive amounts of stock buyback programs that probably come close to a trillion dollars as companies have levered up their balance sheets, borrowed additional money to take advantage of, 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 of cheap stock prices. And uh, and they all view their, their stocks as cheap. But if you look at the S&P 500, it's on almost any metrics, it's very expensive. It's it's at a near record high uh, price to sales ratio. Companies have record high margins. the The S and P five hundred back in eighteen ninety nine, the uh, United States market capitalization was was about fifteen percent of the world's market capitalization. And in two thousand, about ten years ago, it was about thirty two percent. Now it's forty forty. of the total global market capitalization of the world. And so all the money in the world is pouring into the United States stock market. You got trillion dollars worth of stock buyback programs and and, and you have, uh, you know, high, high PE ratios and, uh, and you're getting a bifurcated market like you did in 1999 where the tech stocks are trading at, at, at big premiums to the market. I saw a recent statistic that 60, 60, 70 uh, uh, stocks in the S&P 500 are trading under 10 times earnings. Those are the industrial type of companies, you know, the companies whose businesses are going away like chemicals, oil and gas, uh, different types of industrial retailing and things, the automotive, things that are basically going away and the economy is going to be dominated by a few high tech stocks. Well, maybe that's the case. Maybe it isn't. But And so you have a world of that's really, that's really very much uh, – centric on the S&P 500 and you have a very very expensive stock market you have massive amounts of buying by by corporations propping up their stock prices and and, and in my opinion it's like i said a trillion dollars worth of stock buyback programs look i personally i think the best way to manipulate a stock is with big massive stock buyback programs a friend of mine years ago wrote a book on this and and and, and uh, I don't think he ever dreamt anything like this would ever happen. And uh, but 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 that appears to be the case. And, and so these companies are all buying back stock at very high P/E ratio, very high price to sale ratio, very high book value ratio, and uh, quite frankly, uh, with the highest prices in the world. And, and so what we're looking at is is we're looking at kind of a perfect storm for passive indexing which has worked 
and and I think that's coming to an end. There there's there was a big story out uh, this week. Uh, Ray Dalio, which is a very uh, a very well respected uh, hedge fund manner out there, extremely well respected, does a lot of very deep research, is calling for a paradigm shift in the in the markets, and he said this is all kind of coming to an end. And and he talks. This is what we've been talking for months on the show, for longer than that, about really what we're seeing, this big change happening. And he goes into almost the same thing. I mean, in his case is what he's saying is is that if you you look at the market, the the, uh, valuations are are just sky high. And and then if you look at at, at the – if you look at at it based on uh, if you look at underneath it if you look at the, at the margins they're at sixteen percent they've averaged probably about eleven percent they've been as low for corporate earning margins at seven percent which means these companies are most likely over earning if you look at the percentage corporations are paying their employees it's near near low low levels that are underpaying their employees and if you look at the uh, at, at at the uh, at the different types of where was I, I lost my train of thought here, but if if you look at at, at the uh, yeah the tax rate that's the other thing I was thinking of the tax rate is near record lows as well so everything is going a perfect storm uh, a perfect storm for 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 the market to have gone up and I think that's starting to come to an end and what he's saying there's going to be a paradigm shift over the last couple months, we've had all the central banks in the world are now shifting over to easing money. They're going to start flooding the system of money. We have $13 trillion worth of of interest rates at zero right now, or negative, at negative interest rates. $13 trillion, I'm going to repeat that, $13 trillion worth of government bonds at zero or less, which means that you're getting paid less money. And so what's going to happen is, is as that money goes to zero, what what that's when these companies that's when countries start printing money and 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 so this shift is going away and i believe you're going to go to a more uh, an environment where stocks are going to underperform where active management is going to make a big difference over the long term where other asset prices are going to change and, and so in this environment of these of a couple things of a paradigm shift in in the environment of of record high stock prices in an environment where record high stock valuations on corporate buybacks, and this is all starting to come to an end, what's going to happen is it's more important than ever to have a diversified portfolio. And what we're finding is is too many people aren't diversified. They're just riding up the S&P 500, and it's going to fail. And when this cycle turns... When the cycle turns, it's not going to be a six-month decline in the market. It's going to be num- numerous years of declining stock market. And all these people in these indexes are all going to be trapped, and they're going to be selling. And probably if you get a recession, the corporations are going to have to roll back their stock buyback programs, or they're going to be looking at their stock buyback programs where they bought billions and billions of dollars of stock at 60, and the stock is at 30 or 25 you know, how, and the company's heavily indebted now and can't afford the stock buyback programs. So, so what you're seeing is is this shift is starting to happen. The, the Federal Reserve is making the shift, and this is the really strange thing that's happening in the world today. Is is is, is this is happen? It's, it's much more accelerated around the world. It's not really happened in the United States because of the policies that Donald Trump has put in place of low growth. I mean, of low taxes, deregulation. 
uh, and encouraging uh, standing up for for fair trade versus free trade, standing up for fair trade, and all these shifts are happening. And so here our economy is, is doing much better than elsewhere in the world, but but make no mistake about it. This is and, and the trade is another big issue. I mean, if you really sit down and look at the trade issue, look back in 1968, they I think 68, 16, somewhere in there, they opened up China, uh, and so it's been uh, 70, it's been like 40 years of growth in China. The last 20 years, growth has accelerated as they've been allowed to import anything to the United States, and, and uh, the vast majority of S&P 500 companies have been allowed to export all their manufacturing overseas to save money. That is another major trend that is reversing here. Companies can no longer offshore their, their, their manufacturing and cut costs and raise their margins up. The, the, you're going to see additional pressure put on to manufacture in the United States. In, uh, consumers now want products made in the United States. There was a big story about Red Wing Boots this week in the Wall Street Journal. They're moving manufacturing back to the United States. You know, the, the boots cost a little bit more money in the United States, but they're very high-quality boots. I, I, I own some pair of Levi's made in the United States. My next pair is going to be a Levi's made in the United States. They cost me more money. I take real good care of them. They're heavier quality denim, and they last longer. So I actually get my money's worth, and then I get by buying them, I'm, I'm helping employ American workers. The, the the products in the United States are materially better quality product. What good does it do? Is if you sit there, you can save twenty percent by buying from some, twenty or thirty percent by buying something from China. Then you got to replace it twice as fast. You're actually losing money. You, you're, you're helping hire Chinese. You're, you're, you're costing Americans jobs. You're not getting a quality product. You're having to go back and buy it again. It's actually costing you more money, and you're frustrated. So, if, so what's happening is the United States is known as an area of high quality. So people buy these red wing boots. I mean, uh, working people, their shoes are one of the more important things on you know that they have because it, it, you know they they they're on their feet a lot, and it, they take good care of their feet. They're around dangerous equipment and things, so they want to have things that are going to protect their feet. So they pay up for the high-quality U.S. Red Wings, and they're happy. And so this that's just one example of factories coming back to the United States. They're coming back here. And the dirty secret I – mean, it's not really a dirty secret, but this in the world today, we are so much more efficient at manufacturing. We can bring the products back here, and, and, and many times things are so cheap. We can, The price of things have gone down so much that – the truth of the matter is we're not paying we're to buy in the United States we're paying less on a real basis than we paid 20 years ago for the same product so so the fact that we're able to produce so cheaply and then the final thing is is in a world of robotics we can put robotic factories in the United States. We need less workers. They can take advantage of cheap energy, superior uh, superior uh, equipment. Better logistics, cheaper logistical travel, uh, you know, to get the products here and and make the products in the United States. So this whole idea of we can't find workers, if you put your robotic factories, if we don't do anything, China's going to have all the robotic factories in their country. The only thing that stopped them from doing that was Donald Trump. And the most amazing thing about that, we're about to take here a quick break, but the most amazing thing about that is the people that are backing Donald Trump the most 
are a lot of the establishment in Washington, D.C., in the United States military because they understand the danger that China has posed to the United States. And they've been, every time they've tried to warn about the danger, like like Paul Revere, they've been shut down by the U.S. Chamber of Commerce or corporate America because it was endangering their profits. But it was endangering the long-term interests of the United States of America. So thank God for Donald Trump. And I'll tell you what, coming up here in a quick break, we'll be right back. If you've got any questions, give us a call at 718. 713-339-1070. Be right back right here in the Max Out Savings Show. David left his taxi in the bottom of a bean town lake. Said this whole world's full of chances. And this is one I gotta take. And so he caught the line to Nashville to find the finest break and make a home. And make a home. That's a train. Ted Gioka and the Max Out Savings Show continue after this short break. To find out more about Max Out Savings Advisors, visit MaxOutSavings.com. In a moment, more of the Max Out Savings Show. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. And now, more of the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we are talking savings investments in your retirement, as always, here on the Max Out Savings Show. This is a live show. You can listen anywhere in the world by going to uh, AM1070, the answer, hit the Listen Live button, and uh, and get set up and listen. 
Uh, we have listeners everywhere. Also, you can catch the podcast probably after late Monday or Tuesday by going to the website, uh, AN1070's website. You can get the podcast on there. We get a lot of questions about that. Or you can also ask us a question here at 713-339-1070 here on the Max Out Saving Show, and we'll be happy to get your questions answered. That's 713-339-1070. The uh uh, a couple things. What we're really talking about now is 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 really a change in 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 the paradigm of, of what's happening in in the world. I mean, and this is uh, this is something we've been talking about. Uh, that's actually uh, something that Ray Dalio put out this week uh, uh, of, of of what he thinks is happening, which is very similar to to what what we thought. It, it and uh what we've been saying is is the central banks are, are are getting ready to flood the system with money again they're at the zero bound interest rate understand they t- it takes about i want to say it's four and a half points of federal reserve cutting to restart the economy so once you start going into a recession the, the federal reserve tends to cut interest rates and, and and take them down and as they do the economy gets better and some companies can refinance their debt in and uh, let lending costs go down some. It gives companies some breathing room, and, and and other other people can borrow cheaper, so they can come in and buy the assets that are a little cheaper. It, it, they, they've they've gone down a little bit, but then their lending co- their borrowing costs are gone way down as well, and so it stabilizes asset prices. It works out pretty well. Uh, what's unique about this time is is they, uh, the Fed funds are only two and a quarter, two and a half percent. That means they got 250 basis points. They don't have enough room that, that t- if they cut everything to get to the average was. And one thing that I'm saying that, that is very unique out there is I'm saying with these low interest rates, cutting really doesn't make much difference. If you cut rates from two and a half to one, I don't think it makes a hill of beans for most people. Really, it's not that much difference. Uh, overall. And, and so this is something I, I think is just not well understood in the markets is, is that, you know, the Fed is starting to cut rates uh, and, you know, but they don't have a lot of room to work. And I'm not sure I would be cutting rates. We got this big rate. We got this big rate cut meeting coming up the 31st. But, you know, it's uh, it's interesting. There was talk this week, but one of the Fed governors, the New York Fed uh uh, 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 governor, which is a very powerful position, that it might be 50 basis points. And, and the markets moved around the world on that, and then they had to walk back with something. I've never seen the Federal Reserve walk back something like they did. So I, I'm not sure what's going on up there, but I still don't think they really understand you know, the box they're in. I, I personally wouldn't be cutting rates. I'd hold off as long as possible when you've got record low unemployment and you've got inflation and wage inflation kind of starting to really tick up. I don't know why you'd be cutting rates, but because uh, I think you might need that for extra ammunition in the future. Tell it, let's take a phone call from who's that? Charles, how you doing? Oh, good morning, Ted. Uh, yeah, I had a, I wanted to ask a question, get your opinion on what I've been, it's it, what I've been observing, uh, well, not just recently, but through the many years and possibly decades, and 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 what 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 these trial lawyers are doing to just American companies in general. I mean, I I turned the TV yeah. on the other day, and uh, you know these lawyers are running these commercials on Roundup, uh, you know, uh, a mesothelioma. Uh, now, now the talcum powder thing and everything else, and now I understand. I was watching uh, the, the looked at sixty minutes briefly, which I never really watched, but that came on uh, a couple of weeks back, and 
I guess there was a trial lawyer that had won the the suit against the tobacco companies. Well, now he's going after the pharmaceutical industries, the Pfizer's and all of them about this opioid thing. And, you know, Ted, I, I just wonder, whatever became of caveat mTOR, uh, where people have to be responsible for what they do and hold hold the people accountable. You, you know, a lot whether it's the drugs or whether it's the the the, the fertilizer you use on your lawn or whatever. When the government comes in here and and basically tells these companies you've got an approval to use it, and the companies abide by that, and then it turns out maybe not so much with the Roundup thing, but when it comes to like the opioid thing where they show pictures of 40 and 50 year old couples parked along the interstate in Ohio or Illinois passed out in the car because they went ahead and took these drugs above and beyond what was supposedly the required prescription or took them with alcohol or whatever i mean where where do you hold the individuals accountable in this stuff, in this stuff because to me it it's just these trial lawyers, it just seems like all they're doing is looking for a particular industry that's flush with cash. When they see it, they go after it. Well, you can make hundreds of millions of dollars doing it, Charles. I mean, no, 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 I understand that. But, yeah. no, what's going to happen is is that this is – the way I look at this, Ted, I just see this as discouraging more and more innovation, more and more companies wanting to take risks. Because ultimately, they're going to sit back and say, well, you know, if we're going to be a target at some point in time – you know, let's not do it. And and I think that, that we need to be careful in this country about this thing because, as I said, I think, especially like this opioid thing, I, I just don't see how the drug manufacturers, they, they, they create a product. I mean, this to me is tantamount to suing the airline, whoever the airline is. Well, were. yeah, I mean, two two things there, Charles. I, I agree with you. Look, the, 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 the thing with OxyContin and the Sackler family was disgraceful because very clearly that was clearly badly abused and they pushed it and people didn't understand it and they understood it. Uh, but but the rest of them, as you point out, they're now trying to go after all the drug manufacturers, the distributors, everyone that's ever sold a drug, uh, the, probably the hospitals and everyone else's. In, 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 and the answer is, quite frankly, the government had all these statistics. They knew damn well what was going on. They didn't do anything to shut these pill pill uh, prescription mills down at all for, for years and years and years. Uh, to your point, look, I, I had a discussion uh, Monday. I had a discussion on this Monday with a agricultural company. You know, I use Roundup, a lot of Roundup. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, uh, you know, and, I, and I, the, the comment to them was with their rep, I happened to be talking, said, look, we're looking, actually, we're looking at investing in their company. And, and, and you know, what we're trying to gauge is, is if Roundup is cancer-causing, then virtually everything on the chemical shelf in this country is potentially cancer-causing. And, and Because Roundup's a reasonably benign product. Mm-hmm. And and uh, I mean I think it's it I, I this thing is under so much usage I think most likely that that there's something else causing it but the and the roundup is 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 what they're seeing and and but the, but there's probably something else just because when you get that much usage it's like with cigarettes I mean everyone was you know dying of of uh, lung cancer so it was pretty clear well it's not really Correct. clear with, with the roundup and and so I'm talking to these people it was another. Uh, uh, agriculture big major agricultural company and, and it's like what do we you know we're not sure what to do here and they're like well we're you know we're struggling with this too i mean it's gotten kind of out of control out there uh i we sort of beat this back a number of years back 
and then it, it's just kind of come back and, and and it's just getting worse and, and worse. And one of the problems you're running into is corporate America has has done so much to ship our uh, manufacturing overseas, overpay their CEOs who are clearly overpaid. And look, there's not anybody through his lifetime has supported corporate America as much as me. And uh, we bought their stocks. We, you know, we, 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 we back capitalism and free markets, but, but, and so corporate America has got a bad reputation because of all this stuff. Yeah. Well, you know, and also too, Ted, you know, you look at California when they're coming out and saying coffee causes cancer, and just about any item that you pick up at a hardware store, there's a little note there that says, "In the state of California, this has been known to cause birth defects." I mean, you've got California that has an extreme, uh, I, I guess, uh, review of their whatever they do, and I mean, whereas other states don't. But the, I just, I just have to say that I think it's it's bad for the capitalists society in general for companies that are that are oh, free no, absolutely, Charles. absolutely just, yeah no yeah. this is a problem in the country and in california is the leader it's like you said they everything out there causes cancer in their mind and unless you're out there you know eating grape nuts and uh you know drinking water uh you, you know it's you're going down and, and so and, and and i tell you what texas is being besieged by people leaving california and i was talking to a congressman uh, the other day on this, and it, you know, he's like, we, we've gotten so many companies coming into my district from California. It's been unbelievable, and uh, you know, everyone's trying to get out of there. Uh, but but the but what's so utterly bizarre about the world today is you can see problems that are obviously problems that there's obviously a simple solution, and yet th- there seems to be no fix because you cannot accomplish anything in the country. I mean, I, I think. You know they need to look at the roundup. Uh, I I don't believe it causes cancer. Just and, and one of my thinking is is if this was if this was it is there's so much usage of roundup out there that that there'd just be massive numbers of, of cancer. Uh, you know. Well, I, and, and, and again, Ted, I think people have to have to be looking at the users and seeing if they're really responsible. Because as I said. The planes that crashed into the World Trade Center. I mean, nobody was going out there and suing the airlines. Oh no, no, they try. I think some of them. Tr- <laughs> oh, no, well, you're kidding you know, me, right? That, no, they it's try. It's kind of like you know, Muhammad Atta and his band of people went in there and crashed the planes. But I mean, now you're going to go after the airlines, and the airlines are providing a service. Yeah. So to me, when these people go on juries, they need to really think long and hard because it, ultimately it's the juries that are deciding a lot of this stuff. Oh, well, and yeah. And, and and people just need to be responsible about. It. I guess that's all I'm saying. But anyway, I appreciate your thoughts on it. Yeah, uh, the problem the problem with this, Charles, is is I think is is letting these class action things get in there, which are completely out of control. Look, I I had a uh, dinner this week with a good friend of mine that that that's a trial lawyer. You know, he's going over he had a case, very sad situation, very clear. You know, responsibility and everything, and they were trying to get money, and they, they're sure they're ultimately going to get money for it in that case. But, but some of this stuff, again, if you can create a business, if you could sink two or three million dollars in something, and if you got maybe a one in five percent chance you can collect it into a big class action and make fifty or a hundred million dollars, it's not a bad business, and that's what we're dealing with. This is all about money, unfortunately. Yeah, I think you're exactly right. Okay, Ted, I appreciate your insight. Yeah, you. I, I, to, to answer your point, Charles, we need more tort uh, reform in the United States, and we need to have it uh, across all states so, so you don't get this things where California is driving 
the the environmental stuff and everything else which they're trying to do. By by the way, uh, thanks for the call, Charles. But sure. there's another big thing out there with with the with the gas uh with the with the gas thing uh, president obama's under huge pressure from the auto companies because california has been setting the auto standards in this country and the mileage standards in this country and and so they've set it and all the companies have fallen in line with them and that's not right for some state to do this and and so look this is what we're dealing with what we have to do is we have to make create the a place in the united states that that pays good good wages for workers does things environmentally correctly, which we do. We actually pay a very fair wage uh, compared to anyone else in the world, which we do. We have to have most modern plant and equipment, and, we, and we've got to have reasonable environmental reg- regulation. And the, and the big flaw that's happened out there is we've allowed the Democrats, and quite frankly, it hasn't been them. It's been very powerful lobbyists paid for by foreign governments to sit there and turn the pollution, the pollution Thing, not on them, but on the American people with the CO2. The problem in this world today is massive pollution coming out of China, out of Asia. 90% of all the the plastic destroying the animal life in the fish, the fish and the mammals in the ocean, whales, different things like that, turtles, all types of reptiles is coming out of Asia. If if you look at the pollution, 17% of the pollution, air pollution in San Francisco from time to time comes from China. Uh, if if you look at the massive glo- particulate pollution out of China is massive, and that is changing the global weather. People don't want it looked at. If you look at the deforestation uh, for palm oil, which is renewable, that's happening in in in, in, in particularly in Southeast Asia, destroying the jungles. Uh, okay, a huge problem. If you look at the deforestation in 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 South America with the jungles to p- put in soybean plantations and palm oil plantations. Okay, the biggest ca- uh, carbon CO two sinks in the world are are the jungles in Southeast Asia and in in uh, the Amazon, and they're being completely destroyed every year. Massive, massive amounts of this, which is endangering the planet, and it will you can you can actually statistically prove changing the 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 uh weather on those continents uh it, th- nobody cares about that instead because there's so much money involved for trading with Goldman Sachs CO2 credits and all this other crap in Washington that they're they're ignoring that things and it's time we stand up for the United States of America we st- we stand up for what we manufacture in here is done at a fair price we pay our wages a fair wage we do it environmentally friendly and that that we should have the advantages i i was i was talking to a lobbyist this week about a about a, a crop uh that we're looking we're we're, we're having to pay a couple uh, a cents or two a pound to to sit there and market market the product in the united states for producers here and then the producers that bring the product in from another country don't pay it and i asked him why is that happening and he told me one sheller at the time uh which i'm going to get the guy's name and i'll run him out of business if i have to in order to get this thing done one sheller in that thing uh stopped it so all the american producers of the pro- of the agricultural product has to pay and the, and, the, and the importers don't and that's the problem in this country is we're letting s- small groups of people that make money off of, off of something elsewhere in the world are affecting workers and, and, and uh, business owners in the united states and it's wrong and we need to start straightening it up because we produce a product that is less pollution cleaner safer uh, and pays better than anywhere else in the world and we ought to start recognizing that for what it is. Anyway, I'll tell you what, we'll be right back after this. We'll talk a bit about the paradigm shift in the market. Sorry to get off topic. We'll be right back right here on the Max Out Savings Show. Now. 
The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioca will return shortly. To speak with Ted Gioca now, call 713-339-1070. Back in a moment with the Max Out Saving Show. This is Ted Gioca, host of the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. Once again, here's your host for the Max Out Saving Show, Ted Gioka. Good morning and welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka and we are talking savings and investments. We're just going over the frustration that's going on out there as far as really, uh, you know, what we've had in this country has been in such a massive battle to sit there and, and protect our manufacturing, our farming base in the United States. Where, where we've had to deal with, 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 with companies and individuals that, are, that have been shifting product overseas, selling substandard products, selling polluted, tainted product. I, I, you know, I had a big discussion with the lobbyist on Monday about, you know, why aren't we sitting there and doing more for, to, to, to monitor the food in coming into the United States because different, different products come into the United States from countries that don't have the pollution, the, the, the pollution or the sanitary conditions that the United States of America has. And it's really frustrating. And and one of the things he told me, he goes, Ted, what we run into with some of these people is, is that they, uh, that they, uh, 
a lot of these these groups are so afraid that somehow their their product would would be tainted. Like if they honestly sat there and analyzed the shrimp coming in from Southeast Asia, particularly China, I promise you some of that stuff has horrible chemicals in it. Because if you just look at the water in China, if you look at the fact that 17% of the agricultural land in China is too polluted to even use, that's a fact. Uh, if you, if you look at the, at the massive amounts of water pollution, the enormous percentage of their water that that's substandard over there, uh, and I'm not talking about there's a few pathogens, you know, that that you you have to boil the water. I'm talking about chemicals and pesticides in there, but they won't look at it because if they test that thing, they're worried the American people will think all the shrimp is bad. That's just an example I just made up just now, but but understand. Uh, what, what we're dealing with here. And, and, and so uh, the, the priority needs to be the United States of America and, and the people of the United States. And, and we need to start getting tough with some, some of these different groups. So tell you what, the, uh, you know, looking out, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what's going to happen there. But if you've got any uh, uh, questions or comments, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070 here in the Max Out Saving Show. Tell you what, let's take a quick call from Who's that? Oscar. Hey, Oscar, how you doing? Hey, Oscar. Ted. Yeah. Uh, if we continue this downturn on the interest rates, yeah, which I, I, I've been telling you for the last couple of years, I'm, I'm in that camp. But yeah, what are the implications? What are the implications for the stock market, for real estate, and for pension funds? Uh, so I'll, I'll just hang up and, and and I'll listen to you. Okay. Yeah. Look. That's what uh, Ray Dalio wrote a uh, pretty good report on this this week. Look, here's the problem: these guys can't make any money uh, with with uh, interest rates. If they take if they take interest rates to zero, and if you get places like where, where I think it's seven years in Germany where rates go to zero, if if you got a sixty forty uh, you know forty percent bond portfolio, that means you're getting virtually nothing on your your savings, and most retirement plans will not work. Uh, most pensions will fail. A lot of insurance companies will likely fail. They're not going to be able to, to, to make their payments for that insurance you bought. I mean, this is a very serious problem out there. And uh, that, that uh, there's going, Oscar, there's no evidence that, that zero interest rates and negative interest rates work. I, it, we, it, Europe has tried it for a decade, and they have horrible growth in Europe right now. And uh, it, uh, Japan has done the same thing. The Japanese own... I want to say it's like 20% of the stock, I think 17%, eight, 17%, 20% of the stocks are, are in, in Japan are now owned by uh, the, the central bank over there. And so, but they've had no growth. Again, it, zero interest rates are a very good way if you want to take rates to zero and eventually you run out of bonds to buy, you start buying stocks. And it, it's a real good way if you want to socialize the country to backdoor socialize the country. And that's kind of what I think the Fed is after, in my opinion. Uh, they, they're they not going to admit it, but I think some people at the top understand that. But look, you can't have this. It, and what I think is going to happen is once rates go to zero, you're not going to get the growth that you think you are. You're not going to get the growth in the economy. You're going to get eventually you, you get higher stock prices as we're seeing now, but eventually the, the stock prices start crumbling because the economy starts slowing. The, com- the, the, the countries are going to engage in, in, in deficit spending, uh, and they're enga- going to engage in currency wars to try to g- get things going. So eventually it's going to be inflationary. Ray Dalio makes the point that with zero interest rates, eventually what they, with the countries that go to zero interest rate, their monetary base explodes, which money printing kicks in. 
which again is what you're dealing with. Now, if it's 2009, you do this, and 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 the stock market is at 666, and 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 the at, at 0.7 times sales, we're now at 2.2. Then then you get some pretty big bang for your buck going up. But when your stock market's at record high levels and you make the move to zero interest rates, it's not going to hold the stock market up. Eventually, it's going to go down. I think this is going to be inflationary. There's going to be a failure. Hello, can you hear me, Oscar? Yeah, Ted, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Okay, Ted. Here's the thing. If interest rates continue going down, corporation, what happens to the corporation uh, bond? Who's going to loan uh, at these very low interest rates or to, to uh, you know, like 40, 50% of the, of the bonds out there are being rated or, or less than being well, rated? You want to tell you, you give me the answer? Who's going to be lending to the corporation so they can continue? Okay, here's the, here's the answer to that. In Europe, they have some junk bonds at negative interest rates in Europe now and in and, and, uh, a, a huge percentage of the bonds of the of the government bonds in Europe are negative so so your question well who would buy that you know who's going to buy it Oscar Americans because Americans are buying global income funds and they're all benchmarking and so they know they have to put 25% of whatever the of of the mutual fund money or ETF money comes in into bonds so if those bonds pay negative 10% they don't care they're still going to put them in there that's your answer. It's stupid passive money that's indexing. <laughs> it's insane, but okay. Which is what? Okay, yeah, which is I, what? I, I understand. Yeah. Okay, it's, uh, it's we're it's, we're in uncharted waters, really, and it's we're just going to sit back and wait and see what happens. That's all. Right. right. Yeah. Look, we know what's going to happen. We don't know when it's going to happen. You're going to get right. a currency problems. Look. Uh, okay. Thanks for the call, Oscar. So I'm going to expand upon what you said. Good. Good. Look. What we think is happening is, is is this shift we've been talking about for an, over a year now, but really, really heavily for the last couple months. That the, that 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 look, the, the Fed is now starting to cut rates. They're going to take rates down close to zero. Uh, this is very bullish for the precious metals sectors because eventually someone out there is going to make a mistake. It's going to be the United States. Maybe it's most likely Europe or China. Most likely China. Uh, maybe Japan, and when their currency starts collapsing, that's what's going to trigger the, the big runs in the precious metal. I mean, you know, I, I'm sitting here looking at Ray Dalio's report, and, uh, you know, just to give you, and again, I think he's very close to what we're saying. I, I don't, I'm not sure Ray's saying much that we haven't already said. He's a very smart individual, so it's nice to hear what some other people are saying. Uh, I will send, uh, here it is right here. For this reason, uh, let me find, uh, most in the future, most investors are underweighted such assets, meaning that if they just wanted to get a better balanced portfolio that reduce risk, they would have more of this sort of asset. For this reason, I would be, I would be both risk reducing and risk enhancing to consider adding gold to one's portfolio. Very well respected, one of the most respected hedge fund managers out there. And look. And by the way, we're not talking this is going to happen right away. But the, look, uh, silver was up 6.2% this week. I think when once people saw that report late in the week, it really added fuel to the fire. But uh, the silver stocks, we've been we've been moving into, we've expanded into that over the last couple weeks. Uh, you know, they've just exploded up. Uh, the uh, I I, th- I think this is this is a trend that's going to go on for likely 
he says a decade. I think it's three years. I think some of this stuff happens pretty quickly over the next, not right, not right away, but over the next couple of years. Uh, and, and so we'll just kind of have to see how it all plays out. But but one of the, the, the big themes for the talk today has really been we're making this paradigm shift. The, 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 the trend from passive indexing in the S&P 500 is coming to an end. It's reached the end of the road with massive trillion-dollar stock buyback programs, record-high uh, price-to-sales ratios, record-high margins in the stock market, Federal Reserve flooding the system with with uh, with money near the end of the of the cycle, and, and 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 so it's coming to an end. And this is something people don't understand. And you know the the, the indexing is about eighteen twenty percent of the market right now. Uh, but if you look at managers as just kind of copying and trying to do the same thing, it's probably close. It's probably over fifty percent. And so what you have just is a lot of dumb money as we're doing. And we just had a caller ask, well, what about who's going to buy these zero interest rates? And what we've had is dumb money that are indexing. They're just following whatever the indexes are. So if the index takes uh, Amazon to 10,000 times earnings, they'll buy it no matter what. And that's what we're kind of running into. So this shift is starting to happen. And what we're saying for your retirement plan, you're going to have to broaden out your 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 uh, portfolio and, and to reduce your risk. And this is something a lot of people don't understand. I mean, you just can't be in small cap, large cap, mid cap, it overseas and, and expect to sit there and, and have it work in the future. We've gone through periods of a decade or more where one asset class after another has has it done well. I mean, if you look at at the at the first uh, uh, after 1999, that decade stocks did horribly. Uh, it, it, we've seen decades in the 30s. We've seen other decades out there, and I, I think we're approaching that. I, I personally think we're going to see more inflation. Uh, it, it's interesting. Uh, the Fed doesn't think we're going to see any inflation. Wall Street doesn't see any inflation. But if you talk to individuals, they're starting to see inflation. Uh, what, corporate America is is very pessimistic on the market. They're they're pulling back. Uh, the, still got very high consumer confidence levels. People are pretty optimistic, but they're also seeing inflation. We are seeing inflation in wages. We're seeing inflation in other things. The tariffs are somewhat inflationary, but a lot of that's being absorbed. So I think the tariffs are actually working well. But but understand this shift is happening. So if you want to protect your portfolio, uh, there's a couple of ways you can do it. Look, one of the easiest ways, you, we send out something called the Max Out Savings Report. We send it out once once a month. Uh, it's a free report. We don't bother you. We don't contact you. We just send you the report. Just give us your name and email address, and you get the report. We're going to be writing up the new one here shortly. Our most recent one at the end of June, we wrote about, look, this is the start of the next leg up in the precious metals sector. We talk about all types of things, how to save money, how to build up wealth, uh, common 401k mistakes, all types of neat things are in the report. Uh, and, 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 and so if you're not on that free report list, sign up. Really, there's no catch. We simply send out the report. If you need some help with your, with your IRA rollover, uh, that's what we do at Max Out Savings Advisors. We invest in the stock and bond markets, buy individual stocks and bonds, some mutual funds, ETFs, and put together a portfolio. We, we, we go through a lot of different asset classes. Right now, we're, we're kind of trying to position the portfolios for the next stage, which we think is going to happen. In, in in the markets and and we're starting to see that so uh but but I, I do think things are going to change i think you're going to get a much tougher market in the future uh and we just have to kind of see how this all plays out we've been able to really successfully navigate that and so by by having a risk 
a balanced risk approach. So if you need some help, just go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com. Kind of review a little bit of what we, we really talked about a lot of stuff today. What we're saying is, is the, the, the idea of indexing and passive indexing, I think is, I really genuinely believe is coming to an end. I, I think everything has sort of worked its way yet. You know, massive stock buyback programs, friendly Fed flooding the system with money, record corporate profits, and now everything's kind of working against it. Uh, And I think you're seeing tech, which is the biggest component of of the S&P, one of the biggest ones out there. Everything's they have the highest P.E. multiples with the biggest market caps, which means they're the most represented. Well, they're starting to come after them. They're going after them for antitrust. They're going after them for privacy issues. They're going after them for for uh, tilting the the, uh, the the level the playing field in elections. All types of things. There's a lot of pressure on tech, and so again, you're seeing these changes are starting to happen. You're, you're the last month or so, you're really starting to see the precious metals move up. I mean, something's clearly going on out there. And, and then you're all, at the same time, you're seeing the Federal Reserve has started, they're going to be cutting rates with record low interest rates. So it's interesting. People are concerned they're going to flood the system with money and cause an, an inflation or something that's going to happen. I think something's going to happen. The trick is, how does it play out? And we hope to be there for it. So I think we will be. So if you need some help, Go to our website, maxoutsavings.com, but it's important to manage that risk and have a balanced portfolio. And a lot of people have just uh, basically are falling into the, the, the siren song of passive in, indexing, and I, I think it's coming to an end. So we'll, we'll wait and see. But anyway, if you haven't had a chance, go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. Now, remember our motto and our philosophy, which is to save aggressively, invest conservatively. That's save aggressively, invest conservatively. We'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka on AM 1070, The Answer. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.